Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back from one. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the coach kings. I'm not a hater. The first place I ever went was Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Okay. However, I have family in Barcelona. Yeah. I have a, a whole gang of family. So it's like I was going to see my family. And the second place I went to was Paris. So mm. I understand. And I understand like, you know, you know, my first trips were to Europe. But after having traveled outside of Europe, outside of the country, not in Europe, mm-hmm. you know, after having been to like non-white countries, like I've been to India, I've been to, you know, the Bahamas, I've been to Haiti, mm-hmm. I've been to Mexico. There's just something uh, there's just something about you have to do especially especially as a black person. Mm. I highly suggest you have to go to a place where you're not a minority mm. and know what that feels like. And we get a little taste of that like when we go to the club and it's black night. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like you go to or we go to this when we crash this baby shower <laughs> across the hall. Is that a black is that a black baby it's shower? Black baby oh shower. yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's That's like, why the food smell good. Yes. And they all everybody was so beautiful. I saw like five people going in. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um but it is it's it's there's something to be said about getting off the plane and all of a sudden it's like there's a it's like it's like having a toothache. And then going to the dentist and finally taking care of it and realizing how much you were in pain. Yes, I know exactly. What Do you know you what mean. I'm saying? Yes. And so you're like, yeah, we we move through this world every day, fine, you know. But it's like when you go to an all black party, there's like that little like weight off your shoulder. Yeah, you get a little jolt of energy. Yes, and it's like, why am I? Oh, that's right, because I don't have to like squeeze myself into this white space, mm. you know, and make myself palatable, right? Yeah. But when you go when you go to like a predominantly black country, mm. or even India did this for me too but India's a little different because they look at you as a foreigner you know Mm -hmm. but when I went to Haiti it's like and the Bahamas you know it's like you're just it's like a weight off your shoulder you Mm. can chill that's the Mm. feeling it's like you can fucking chill Mm. and I always highly recommend especially black people like when you when you're like oh this is I'm I'm trying to travel like where should like when people go on Facebook where should I go I'm like always choose a if not a black place, a non-white place. Yeah. Europe is always going to be there. And also, Europe is very similar to the United States. You're really not stepping out. I mean, obviously, there's differences. But in terms of, like, like when I went to Europe, I felt comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, nothing was, it like, out of... It wasn't a fresh experience. It wasn't, yeah. Like, nothing was out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. in Europe. When I went to Haiti, I was like, I don't think I'm going to make this. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that... And, and that happened in India, too. Like, the it took me, like, two or three days to acclimate to India. I was like, this is... I can't do this. I can't do this. And then all of a sudden, I was like, this... It's like you have a shift, and it's like, this shit is bomb. It's like a whole different world. It's like just so different and so I just always highly recommend that black people POC like we our our cultures are valuable too yeah. you know and going to check we have we have dope histories too you know I mean you're 100% right in that there's like an air to like right when you when I when I tell people oh, I'm going to Europe they go oh right mm. and in a way that they don't do where if I said I was going to Haiti they'd be like oh what mission trip are you doing <laughs> like you know what I mean like, like oh really yeah, uh, what, yeah. You do, what you doing there what you doing yeah, there yeah yeah <laughs> it's not, it's yeah. Not treated as like a luxury or anything like that. Yeah, because you know Europe has you know we know we all know the reason why. Yeah, but yeah, Europe is uh, but Europe is dope. I highly I suggest traveling. Period. Mm. But I I, traveling is so important. 
it's so important. So important. It's so important because if you don't, you get so myopic. It's even even just taking a fucking weekend break mm-hmm. from L.A. Ooh, child. You know, driving mm-hmm. down to like San Diego, going of up course. to like you're just like going oh my to Santa god, Santa Barbara. Yeah, which was only an hour, what hour and a half? Basically, yeah. right? Getting and, out of L.A. is that's whenever whenever anybody asks me like, what do you like, so you like living in L.A. What do you like like most about it? And my answer is always leaving L.A. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. And I don't mean it in a, like, because L.A. is so shitty way. I don't mean it like that, but I mean it because, like, there's so many dope places where you can't just go take a day trip or a weekend trip and just, like, get such a cool recharge, mm-hmm. which, like, even coming from Chicago, like, you go an hour out of Chicago, you ain't nowhere. You, mm-hmm. You're you in cornfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. No, so, I, I get it. Coming yeah. from Texas, like, yeah. you, know, you drive an hour, you just in farmland. Like, yeah. That's, wow. So, like, I've never, even living in, like, the third biggest city in the country, I've never experienced being able to leave my city and be somewhere refreshing and, like, yeah. recharging uh, in a way of I can leave my city. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so, in, like, a car drive mm. is... is, is dope that's well, the biggest thing i like about it i think that we don't recognize how blessed we are to live in a state like california where the amount of nature that we have access to in this state and the diversity of nature that we have access phenomenal. to in this state it is, is insane yeah we have snow we have mountains yeah. we have desert yeah. we have forest yeah. we have wine ocean, country, yeah. we have ocean <laughs> yeah like, you have all of that you, you got tropical everything. rainforest like you get whatever you want you can yeah. we have like find. ancient forests with trees that are thousands of years yes. old yeah. like that's yes. crazy and then you have a, a like a, a metropolis that is bustling yeah. right next to that ancient forest in yeah. San Francisco. Like it's like wild. It's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty. That, that's. I mean, it's one of the b- best things about living in like California is just the diversity of where you can go. Absolutely. Very quickly, generally. But, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all ever seen that Visit California commercial before? I'm uh, sure I have. Probably have. It, but that's yeah. why it goes, in my opinion. I'm like, this commercial works on me because when they're just like, you can do anything here. I'm like, they're not lying. Yeah. Like, like. Texas and Illinois can't do that. Like, they no. can't be like, yo, you can do this. Like, no, nah, you can probably just go to Chicago. Or, yeah. <laughs> or, and that's yeah. about it. Chuck corn. Like, <laughs> right. Chuck corn <laughs> and try to dodge burning crosses in Southern Ooh. Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, but in fucking, yeah. So look, I'm not trying to say, races. look, I know there's going to be some people from the Midwest that go, you ain't never seen a forest before. You never. And I'm like, all right, I understand what you're saying. But we can do all of that here. It may not be the grade of like, you know, some of the Midwest shit. Like, you know, I listen to Bon Iver. I get it. <laughs> but the fact that I can do it in California is insane. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Agreeing. Yeah. That's what I like about it. I, I've i been to the Bahamas and it was, it is, a, I've been to the two like blackest places I've been. It was Bahamas and then um, uh, Trin- uh Barbados Ooh. and then Trinidad. Ooh. Uh, Just give and, me tingles. And it is weird, like in a good way, weird in a good way, how just different it feels navigating the streets mm-hmm. uh, of those places. Mm-hmm. And like I remember in Trinidad, we I went uh, zip lining and all everybody, everybody was black. Yeah. Everybody was black. And just like the comfortability. Yeah. <laughs> like that they was like, what's up, brother? Yeah. Come on, yeah. Oh, what's your name? And my mom was there, just like, Nicole. <laughs> like, just so fucking like, yeah. like, oh man, this is like your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it is. Yeah. 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 100%. It was really dope. 100%. And you're not going to get that, like, that warm welcome in, uh, not to say that Europeans aren't nice people, mm-hmm. some are. 
I will, I, but I say that you know, I, I, but I that say sounds like a very limited sum. Well, I, no, actually, I think you know, the, most are for the most part. But I, I say that because you know, like I said, my second trip outside of the country was to Paris, mm. and they were so fucking rude. And I know that they have they have a rep for being that way. They yeah. also hate Americans. Yeah, well, they hate Americans. They don't fuck with black people too much. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And I know, and I and I understand that like they have that reputation, but like that's that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like you travel you're not trying to go I like I'm from New Jersey yeah. I'm used to being having attitude thrown my way yeah. all day every day Absolutely. you know like the last thing I want to do is go on a plane on vacation and have like some random you know what I mean like yeah. pay thousands of dollars to have people be rude to you you feel me <laughs> yeah. you know That's so true. and 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 you will deal like I, listen I'm not saying it's guaranteed you might get away you might depending on how, how short your stay is mm-hmm. but you're gonna probably encounter some racism. Yeah. Like straight up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're just and it, and it may not even be like it could just be a microaggression, you sure. know? But you're going you're and it's like that you're not gonna really deal with that when you're around you know, when you're in Haiti. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what is racism? What is yeah. I don't what is that? I'm glad you got your passport though. Oh finally. I'm, bro. I'm very I'm so happy that you and then also, Carl, when we first started this show, like, I, you know, I've always been on traveling. I'm so happy that you guys are starting to actually like, yeah, let's get, let's go places. He's yeah. like, he's like, I'm so happy you guys are at my level now. <laughs> I'm so happy now that you, you guys, guys have risen level. up and your vibration so stronger. <laughs> I mean, look, everybody's older, man. You get, <laughs> you, you start. Got, my body you, definitely feels like it. Yeah, you start, like, you start, you start, I mean, like one thing that my grandma said, I'll always keep with me. was like, yo, if you travel, you'll always stay alive. Like, cause you always have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a trip planned, you'd be like, I'd be damned if I'm dying before I take that okay. trip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, so, that's part of my 2019 goals was to go to Europe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. just like, I want, like, just artistic, like, but I knew that when I wrote that at the top of 2019, my driver's license had the wrong birthday on it. <laughs> okay. And, there, and I didn't have a birth certificate. I had what? to go buy a new birth certificate. I was like, I have to do all these things to make sure I can get a passport. Mm-hmm. So that was part of the thing was like, have this goal that's so far off, like, you know, also make money, like. Right. Yeah. That was going to basically push me into being a responsible adult because I've been sitting on this driver's license that had the wrong birthday on it for years how did mm. it have the wrong birthday uh it's a very simple uh, uh i'll just show you <laughs> he's literally drawing yeah no i'll show you what are we doing here oh it was a handwriting mistake yeah so does that look like a five or a three to you that looks like a five okay well but that's good the texas person put a is that right my fives not good that look like a nine my nigga <laughs> it looks, it, it looks terrible, like a bass clef actually I have terrible i have terrible terrible handwriting uh, but she was just like, I'm pretty sure that all she did was just complete it and went, this is clearly a three. Uh, and then I've been born March 20th ever since. <laughs> well, so then you turned 21 three months early. Exactly. That's hey. why I did it. That's why I was just like, I'm not going to let this go. When I was in college, <laughs> right. I was buying all my friends booze and they were paying me. I was like, For three this is- months though. For three yeah. months. <laughs> it was three months of glory, yeah. baby. I remember one time I went to a Donald Glover concert and the dude came up to me and was just like, happy birthday, my man. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. It is my birthday. But like, I, cause I didn't, like, it didn't make sense to me that I, I didn't remember that my driver's license. Yeah, was you fake. don't remember that your birthday <laughs> wasn't your birthday. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. remember my fake birthday. I couldn't yeah. remember my fake birthday. Bro, I would go to restaurants and be like, oh, it's your birthday. And I'd be like, no, it's not. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so funny, dude. That's very funny. But yeah, no, I finally fixed it. it says March, I mean, it says May 20th on it now. And. Mm-hmm. 
No, what's three? Either. What's the? All right, so I'm gonna ask both of you this. Uh, what's three? What's three places you want to go once you get your passport? I mean, uh, the number one place on my list is Tehran. Like that is the hmm. place that I've always wanted that. to go to. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Tehran. I don't know why. Well, I know why, but it's a trash reason. I watched the movie Argo, and I was like, this place is beautiful. <laughs> And that's the wrong takeaway from that movie. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I've always wanted to go there. Tehran's high on my list. Uh, Haiti is high on my list. But I only want to go to Haiti if I'm shooting a movie. Like, I want to shoot a love story about my grandparents meeting. They had a very uh, interesting love story. Yeah, just like that stereotypical. Like, basically, my my grandpa knocked up my grandma, and they lived in a very Catholic town. And they're like, you got to be out. Like they kicked them out. Like they were just like, you got to be out of here. You, oh, wow. you got a child out of wedlock. You can't yeah. do that shit here. And yeah, they yeah. had to like travel to a new town. Why didn't they just get married? Um, I think because it was like one of those things where if they had gotten married by the time she had a kid, everyone would have found out anyways. Like you know what I'm saying? Like everyone would have been like, hold on, <laughs> hold on. When Milner Swasandi? Yeah, and they start doing the math and they go, wait a minute, hold on. That baby came out real quick. So like, <laughs> she was so ashamed that they moved. And I want to like tell a story about like how hard that was. Mm. I don't know. It was wild. Listen to his stories. Like apparently, my grandpa used to get a package from my grandma because he had to like you know stereotypical thing of like he had to live far away from where his mother lived mm-hmm. because he had to work. And she used to send him a package like every day. And then one day the packages stopped coming. And then he went to the mailbox. He's like, yo, I, the mailman, he's like, yo, you haven't been giving me these packages for my mom. And they were like, oh, your mom's dead. Um, and he's like, what? And they're like, yeah, your mom's dead. And then he's like, oh, shit. Like, that's how he found out and wow. went back. Yeah. So, like, I just wanted to, like, I, I want to go there to, like, study the, the city that he lived in and, like, write about, like, that love story. So that's, like, the... I want to get to a point in my career where I can take time off to be there for like a month mm, yeah. and like really soak it in and stuff like that. Like yeah. my Roma almost. That's dope. And then number three places uh, is, interestingly enough, Paris. But that's mm-hmm. because I'm obsessed with like James Baldwin and all those expatriates. There's like a point in black history where, where a lot all, of, yeah, yeah, all the black authors got mad and they were just like, we're going to take Harlem to Paris. Yeah. And they all moved to Paris and lived there for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they left because they were just like, this shit's racist as fuck, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. That, that is, that is that the anywhere? end of that story. Like, they were like, yo, we're going back. Yeah, this shit sucks. Yeah. 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 Before we get your answers, let's introduce our guest. <laughs> You've heard her on the pod before. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has been in our Sacred Hill Church episode. That's right. Which we're still, we're still going to do that live episode. That's right. Soon. Soon. In the next in the next few months, it's happening. We'll let you know. She's a dope person, actress, comedian. Do you uh, what? What else do you want us to? We should ask you this before. <laughs> yeah, we know right? you. Well, see, the thing is, when we know people, we don't ask. We don't ask because <laughs> <them. laughs> yeah, we just know this fucking person. Yeah, we know Priscilla. Yeah. We know fucking Priscilla. Uh, but is there any other? Uh, uh, what's what? Are, what do you call those things when you're uh, describing what people do? Accolade? Ac- no. No, no, not accolade. Accolade, because that's like your awards. Yeah. yeah. Titles? Titles, mm. I guess. I feel like there's a, Descri- a explicit. That's, no, that's a curse word. <laughs> uh, is there any explicit of you want us to call you? <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got Priscilla Davies in the in the. Well, crib. I want to finish that list. Yeah, I finish, finish the list. Yeah, all right, so all right, take was, that away. Take yes. her name away. You didn't hear that. <laughs> so, uh, the list is- so actress. Yes. Comedian. Yes. I'm also a writer. Writer. I also do voiceover work. Voiceover work. Yes. Okay. okay. And I am also uh, right now starting my producing career. Oh. Producer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
producer. Well, that gives me a question, but I'm gonna wait until you give your list. Okay. All right. All of right. Places that you uh, that you want to go to. Oh, that I want to go to. Okay. okay. Priscilla Davies, everybody. What's up, Priscilla? Hey, thank you for having me, guys. Thank oh, yeah, of course. Coming. Thank yeah, you for coming. Yeah, for sure. All right. What's your three places? Um, uh, that I want to go to. That that you haven't been, if because like cause you've traveled obviously out of the country. Yeah. So. Are there three additional places that are high on that list now? Um, now that you've scratched off some others? Yeah, I love, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think that, oh, oh okay. Well, number one would be um, Equatorial Guinea, West Africa. Wow. That's where my dad's from. Okay. So, and I have, I have yet to be there, go there. So I definitely would like to go visit the motherland and all my family that's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's number one. I, you know, I don't know if I had, I'd, I'd have to think on this, but I, cause I feel like I've already visited the places that I've like, that were high on the list of mm-hmm. where I wanted to go. So I honestly, every other place, I just want to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like any place I can go to, I'm down, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, maybe Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> yeah. We'll go on that list too. And maybe Brazil. Brazil. Brazil, man. I've heard Brazil's hot. Brazil is yeah. the yeah. place. Yeah. But yeah. there's so, I mean, there's so, there's so many. There's so many. There's so many. I want to go anywhere that I can go where someone pays for it <laughs> or okay. I have the money to go. Right. Yeah. Right. Emphasis on pays for it. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, you looking for you looking for these what what do you call them sugar daddies or sugar? I'll take a sugar daddy I'll yeah. take a sugar mama uh, <laughs> I'll take money from my actual literal parents. <laughs> That's funny. That's so funny. I've always uh, I really want to go to Tokyo. Yeah. Oh yes. I mean I mean I of wanna, course I want to go to Tokyo very Beijing badly. you know yeah yeah I also. And this isn't like anywhere special, but I just want to go so bad. I want to go to Toronto. Oh, Toronto's nice. I've heard Toronto's lit. Toronto's, it's imagine a clean New York City. Yeah. All right, you had to do all that. (laughs) You had to do that. You're from New Jersey. You didn't have to take those shots. Okay. (laughs) You're from New Jersey. How dare you talk about clean? Okay, don't you? Okay, we have patches, okay? It's not the whole state, okay? All those are the whole state for you guys. (laughs) Okay, but you know what I'm talking about. Even your city politics is dirty. Well, that's a fact. Now, that's a fact. <laughs> what was it? What was his name? Doug Christie uh, or Governor Christie? Uh, uh, I think Doug Christie used to be the coach for the Sacramento Kings. Oh yeah, that's right. Chris Christie. Chris, Chris Christie. Christie. Yeah. Chris yeah. Christie. Like, how could you forget that? <laughs> Chris Christie. I knew I had Christie right. That's <laughs> the part. That's, yeah. that's the big one. That's yeah. the big one. Uh, yeah, man. I I I want to I want to travel. I want to do a Culture Kings episode in another country. That would be amazing. Ooh. That would be amazing. We sometimes I look at some of the numbers and like. For a while, we were like the number one podcast in like some African city that I can't remember. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure too, just because one, we're black and they so probably what? get seven podcasts. But listen, we were the number one podcast in that African city. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> gotta get it where you can get it. I mean, that no, would be fun to seven. just go there and yeah. then just be like, we what? don't know shit about this place. <laughs> yeah. We looked and we saw we were number one in that city. Yeah. So we were like, let's go. Yeah. Maybe you could like sell out like a stadium or something. No. A yeah, theater? I'm, I'm sure it's just like 22 well, people. What, <laughs> what country? <laughs> I forget. I forget. God damn, I wish I could find that. Yeah. I wish I knew. I, next time I look, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Was it a country or a city? Um, I think... I think it is a, a country. A country? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're internationally, kn- or you're nationally known in that country. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're like the number one comedy podcast on Spotify. Oh, 
Again, but again, I'm sure it's because. <laughs> Don't minimize your accomplishments. I mean, I'm not minimizing. I'm just factually <laughs> stating. I'm sure it's just because it's 72 people that live in that city. In the whole and, entire country. And only five of them listen to podcasts. And like, we're one of them. <laughs> let's go, bro. I mean, I, it would be very fun, dude. It would be very you fun. You should. Do you guys need an assistant? I'll come. Come through. Come through. Hell Come yeah. through. Come through as our guest, right? Hell People yeah. always do that. They always bring the guests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. If we had the money to go on tour and then bring people. It'll be lit. And by we, I mean if our network would give us the money yeah, to I'm do like, it. Yeah, I'm like, are you? Yeah, Is this a request? Yeah. yeah. What's up, Priscilla? How you doing? I'm doing great, you know? I'm enjoying this, this gloomy semi- day. Yeah. yeah it's- this gloomy. I ain't seen the sun day. once, and I love. I it. did. I did see the you sun, saw sun on where? the drive over. Where you were you driving from? The one hundred and one south from North Hollywood. Okay. It was like a sun shower. Oh, okay. you know, like those weird moments where it like pops out and yeah. it's like, oh shit! But it was like, also raining too at the same oh, time. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, you were on. It was very dope to see you in this. Uh, I watched this past season of Euphoria. Ah, yes. Uh, and you popped up. In a random uh, classroom, like a, a TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really dope. And then, like, and your monologue played through, like, a pretty fucking, like, yeah. dope, serious part of the episode, well, too, which have was you, really cool. I should have you know that that was mostly improvised. Was it? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so dope. I think I sent you the video on Instagram. I was like, what the hell? Like, Did you? Maybe I just saw it on your Instagram. Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> it was dope. <laughs> Thank it was you. Dope. Thank yeah. you. It was a fun experience. It was dope. I mean, it was a very heavy thing that you were talking about. I forget it. It was suicide, right? Uh, or no? Abuse. Abuse. Yeah, abuse. Sexual abuse. abuse. Yeah. Sexual yeah. abuse. That's right. Yeah, that's I was right. like, oh, man. Yeah, it, it's funny because, yeah, it was very serious stuff. So I do the scene, and um, the director, who was uh, Jennifer Morrison, she's the she's on um, uh, Once Upon a Time. She's the main chick. I guess now she's directing as well. Okay. That she's blonde. Anyway, so she was direct. She was like doing the scene with me, and she was like, you know, if you have like, we're just gonna improvise this after the first line, you know. So I do this thing, da 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 da, and then you know we get a couple takes, and then you know we finish, and it's all like quiet, and you know everybody's all somber, and I'm like, you know, hey, well, yeah, that was fun, you know, yeah. and so like <laughs> I go, and so one of my, one, yeah, like because I'm not like aware, like I'm you just ever I, been beating your neck, yeah, <laughs> then get choked, the life and the eyes go dark. That was fun, y'all. Y'all want to go get some pizza? So I, yeah, I felt like an, so the, the one of uh, another actor there, uh, he, who plays the principal on the show, and I forgot his name, black guy, and so he was like, he's like, wow, man, like, was that was that real? Like what you were talking about? And I was like. Nah, bro. Like I, I was like in a whole other world, yeah, you know. And you I'm was like in a whole different vibe. I was like, "What are you talking about? This is acting." No, <laughs> but yes, you're right. It was a very heavy, heavy topic. I mean, that's like because I was thinking about. It, I was like, I wonder if like Priscilla was like, "Hey, check me out on Euphoria." And I, like <laughs> I got a fun part. And I yeah, like, and I didn't. I you didn't. You didn't at all. Which was it was very. That's why it was uh, a nice surprise to well, see I you pop up. I w- I didn't. 
I wasn't sure. If they oh, would yeah. keep it. Yeah, but I'll you never know. Oh, you never boy. know. But they, I don't know if it's the same in com- in commercials. You get like a release letter because I've been released from a, com- a commercial. Yeah, you get a release letter. So I don't know if that's the same. It depends. Nah, no, I've gotten told. I've gotten told I was getting cut before from an episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. So I was like, I don't haven't heard anything, and I'm not really sure. So I just, I kind of like once I do things, I just like let it go because it's like you just never know if it's gonna if they're gonna cut you if they're gonna keep you if they're gonna pay you you know you just don't know so i just like do my shit and i let it go mm-hmm. and i honestly wait for people to start tagging me and shit <laughs> i mean that's the and then that's i still you know. yeah, that's i mean you know. yeah. for a while that's how you, i mean with commercial work that's how you find out your shit is airing is yeah. when people start yo i saw you on the commercial like oh shit is airing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's the only because they don't tell you yeah nobody tells you anything so yeah. the shit that we do is fucking crazy uh, oh yeah we're just so clueless about everything. <laughs> what, that's so funny they made you. Uh, Edgar, if you had to give a monologue right now about some heavy shit, what would it be? Off the spot. Like, give a monologue on police brutality right Ooh. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad he put you on the spot like that. But now I'm interested. I'm scared when I walk down the street at night. I'm scared that a police officer will look at me and not see a man coming home from work looking to relax, but a thug looking to hurt him. That's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't see you smiling through it and was just listening. You'd be like, oh my God. I was like, this isn't gut-wrenching. That's what's so weird about this acting shit is like, especially like I was ta- I was ta- I was uh, reading about Watchmen and there's that really brutal scene where uh, the comedian's like beating up that woman and he was saying like that scene was so harrowing for me but the woman in it was like hey great job all right I'll see you in the trailer and he's like that like for him he's like I had to play an abusive man and that like wrecked me and she's like all right see you later like you know, like the shit that they're shooting when when it's being presented to us seems heavy but them in the room were like cracking jokes like yeah. someone probably had like Ritz crackers right before mm-hmm. like some shit like that but it's not. I don't know. That's like the weird thing about television or well, anything. But that's but isn't that how it is? Like on stage and improv, right? Like oh, you, yeah. you do a scene that's so hilarious, and then you just as soon as it's done, your face drops. You go back to the back oh, of the line, bro. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. I've seen so many people do that. I'm like, damn, are you like a robot? I do it myself. Yeah, no. Once I get backstage after Harold, I'm just upset. Are <laughs> like, you really? Oh yeah, I'm always mad. Yeah, because I'm always trying to think of like, man, what could I've done better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what could I have done to make my mom love me in this show? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here. Yeah. That's what we do it for. <laughs> to make our moms love us. Moms love. Uh, my son, beautiful Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Never, bro. Oh, bro. Have they, if, have I, your... if I should go back and tech show, let me look and Have your parents could, uh, come to see you? Never. No? Never. Not Would once. They? Have you have you asked them to come? Yeah, have you asked them to come? Of course I have. You Have you really? But here's what you got. Look, I'm literally looking through, so she said... Okay, so I sent her a picture of me at the rehearsals for the Emmys, right? And I was like, your son working on one of the biggest award shows of the year. And then she started off nice. She went, wow, great. You made it, honey. Congratulations. Your hard work paid off. And I was Aww. like, oh, okay, that's nice. That's it, yeah. And then she said, you look wonderful. And I said, they rented a tux for me. And she said, you will look very good. Send me a lot of pictures. Will you do your hairline? That will make you look even sharper. And I said, I'll try to, uh, you know, I'll try to grab a quick session. She said, let me know. I will do anything. <laughs> and I said, you know, it's more of a time thing. She said, try to find a few minutes so you can look your best. Oh, <laughs> you give your mom 
Rachel loves you. She just want to make sure you out there looking, being your best bro, self. I was bro. like, I'm in rehearsal right now. Like, it's good. I'm going to get out at midnight. And she's like, make sure, make sure you go to the barber. <laughs> that sounds like, man, my, my family be on that shit. My black but family's that's boy. how black people are. Because yeah. we, we need like, to be presenting, yeah. you know, at all yeah. times. You'll go, you'll like, I remember like last year or a couple years ago, especially when I was like gaining a lot of weight and shit. And I went back mm. and my grandma was like, oh boy, you getting fat. I was like, <laughs> thanks grandma. Thanks grandma. Yeah. Like, right? damn. And like she, and my grandma be on that. She'll just say whatever the fuck yep. popping at. Ooh, girl. Oh, ooh, Nikki, your titties getting big. Uh-huh. And to my mom, I'm like, well, stop, don't say that shit in front of me. Like, I want to, and stop. Right, right. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Right. Uh, but like, that's just black that's ass black. parents. They man. just, you know, it's, uh, my, it's so funny. My mom, um, I went to Cancun this summer with my family and so I was like in a bikini, you know, and I was chilling and I, I put on a little b- bit of weight recently. And so I was like, I was like, so mom, you know, do you, have I gotten, you know, thicker? Have you noticed anything? Do I look fat? You know? And she's like, she goes, well, baby got back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you serious right now? Are you serious? Oh, man. <laughs> y'all ever be testing your parents? So that, maybe I told the story on the podcast, but I was like trying to test my mom one time and we were doing a bit on one of the shows I worked on where we had a pregnancy test oh. and I texted her a picture of oh, it. I remember you telling me the story. Yeah, yeah. and then you thought she like, was going. I like, thought she was going to lose her shit, and then she went. Thank God, <laughs> a blessing has come to the family. Oh, what? <laughs> Your mama goes surprise you every time, bro. She goes surprise you every time. Wait, how how old were you when this happened? This was like a few months ago. Well, that's why. Yeah. Wait, how old are you now? How old are you now? Yeah, I'm like 28. That's why. Yeah, because that, like, there's the switch. There's a switch. There's a yeah, switch. Yeah, you know, switch. your whole childhood, and it's like you better never bling anybody, never. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like 25, and they're like, how come you're not married? You don't have kids? Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, it's oh, a switch. One of my blessing. <laughs> one of my favorite videos on YouTube is this like six year old Haitian prankster. Have you seen this kid? Oh, I've seen mm. Where he shows his mom the pregnancy test and that she shit was loses. so funny, bro. <laughs> she loses her shit. That shit you want to be so like your brother? You got it. You got to send Priscilla it's that a, It's a six-year-old? He's 16. No, he's 16. 16. Oh, 16. But he be pranking his mom I think all I'm the like, time, man. I got to, yeah, send it to me. Send it yeah, to me. Yeah, I guess his brother, funny. his brother, like, you know, knocked a, up a woman and stuff like that. And he was, she, she's like, you want to be like your brother? She was so mad, dude. She was so fucking mad. <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny. It's so funny. I want to shift us a little bit. We said we were going to talk about this at some point. And I want to, I want to, I want to, with a, all with these, you two, Black ass people. Yeah. This black ass dark skin room we're in right now. I want to talk about the Trump impeachment. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about the Trump impeachment, y'all? Let's I like your it. shirt, by the way. Thank you so much. I really Thank do. You. Thank you. That's it's... how much Priscilla don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah, the Trump. We're going to talk about it. I don't yeah. see if I can comment this thing. Sure. <laughs> Something he's a Libra. Mind. All I got to do is, he's a Libra. I just got to gotta compliment nah, him. But it nah. is a cute shirt. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to talk about it when we come back from break. We'll be back. <laughs> we back, everybody. Culture Kings, Priscilla, Edgar, Jaquiz. We got... Some news going down that, uh, you know, the Trump impeachment is happening. Uh, and, it, you know, the funny thing that, like, keeps popping in my head is this nigga going to win a re-election. Okay. Like, because. I disagree. I Ooh. think this nigga's going to win re-election. Hard disagree? I hard disagree. Ooh. Here's, I mean, here's why. Here's why. 
because for his entire presidency, I keep feeling and like, and look, I'm not saying he shouldn't be. He's broken law, blah, 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 politics, whatever. But everybody, a lot of people, instead of just taking this L of you didn't get out to vote in 2016, yeah. are hoping for that that easy band-aid to erase it, right? Yeah. Which is what I feel like this, a lot of people, why a lot of people have been like, listen, peach the motherfucker, listen, peach the motherfucker, which he should be, right? You, are you talking like recently, this recent, or are you talking over his just whole in, presidency? Just in his whole presidency, where, okay. but, and it's like an excuse to say, we didn't do the job in 2016, how can we easily fix this? Mm. Instead of, we didn't do the job in 2016, let's make sure we do the fucking job in 2020. But who, But because I feel like I see impeachment calls from people who voted for Hillary and shit, who did go out and vote. Right, so. right, right, but no, not, I'm not just saying there's people who didn't who didn't vote for hillary i'm just saying in general like like i feel like an impeachment is gonna make the base relax and say oh so you think it's like a base thing yeah okay yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. this is this is what i i disagree with this is i think that what people are kind of hoping for is that the facts of this case will persuade a lot of the people that you're talking about mm -hmm. to go to the ballot. Like, that's where I'm coming from with okay. it. He's not going to leave the office. Like, that to me, I He's don't. not leaving the office. No. Yes. And the people but, that think he is, I'm yearning for a rude awakening. He's, yeah, that's, that's not going to happen, you're right? You're going like, to have to vote him out. Bill Clinton didn't leave the office yeah. when he got impeached. No. But what happened after he got impeached? He got unimpeached. Uh, George Bush... <laughs> won the presidency like there, there is a history well, of it was also his second term so he couldn't have sure but it didn't go democrat after that True. it went republican hard but it always republican. but it always tends to pinch it, it, always it does not i have literally had this argument with honor already in 2000 and 2000 it didn't go hard republic it was the same thing al gore won a popular vote yeah and florida yeah, gave yes, that nigga thank you thanks for coming with the hard facts republican. <laughs> yeah, it, did, it, it didn't go hard republican. it didn't because it you're right al gore hard. should be should have yeah, been the president that's a fact the republicans yeah. stole that shit history has yeah. shown when you drop in people but i papers, see what you're saying i see what you're saying the, the other party wins right because and not to cut you off but to I see what you're saying because even though that impeachment shit happened, where the economy was and everything was since such a surplus that it's insane that we voted a Republican in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like absolutely. it should have been a slam dunk win for the Democrats, absolutely. especially the vice president. Who absolutely. Was in. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. True, true. We also had a shitty ass candidate, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I feel like what I'm hoping for in this situation is that people who are, for some fucking reason, on the fence about any Democratic candidate, on the fence about Trump's performance, are going to go, all right, look, this shit that he's doing right here is detrimental to our nation in a way that if I want our nation to continue to function, mm -hmm. I'm going to vote. I, I I think that's an admirable it's thing It's not to admirable. Think. It, it's like... But it, here's why I say that. We have never had a as factual case as we have right here. We've never had it. Right. But we've had a lot of shit to go but off. But all of. the other shit like was like stuff that we were trying to connect to him that didn't connect in the way that we have like this is a thing that he said on record that we have. Mm -hmm. Talking about Trump. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In a way that we didn't have with anything else. Mm -hmm. All the other stuff you can go uh, like you can't do that with this one. Mm -hmm. And you're watching these motherfuckers like a lot of these Republican House members are just being like. Uh, 
this is pretty fucking shitty. Like, they all feel it. They all are, like, the pressure is mounting in Washington in a way that I don't think it was with other stuff. With the, like, the Russian the, and everything shit else. And I, I, and I the, yes, the, I just think, like, it's so insane to me that anybody could be on the fence, <laughs> like, which I know yeah, that but, there is. But, yeah, because everybody has different interests. Everybody has different interests and things yeah. like that. But yeah, this may be the the this may be the thing for the people who aren't voting from moral. Uh, so okay, now I, I okay now I think I'm getting your argument. So you're saying that the base is using this as a way. Their only their their only intention behind this is to stir up a vote. That's what in, I'm in arguing. pursuing this. That's what I'm that's arguing. That's what he's arguing. Jaquise is arguing that he thinks that these people are hoping that Trump gets taken out of office in absence of having to vote him out of office. That's what but that also, okay. Jaquise, here's where that argument for me falls apart, is that if we get him out of office, then we get Mike Pence. Okay. Right? Like, there's, yeah, but like, people don't think people don't think that far, honestly. A lot of people... people some people yeah. do. Some people do. But even still, a lot of people are thinking Mike Pence is going to be better than Donald Trump. But that's but that's what I'm saying to Jaquise's argument. is like the people thinking that to me kind of falls apart for me where I'm just like, I don't see why they just wouldn't still vote in... Toy- like, I don't think that people are pursuing impeachment, especially at 2019, yeah, in yeah. lieu of not voting. Like, that to yeah. me doesn't add up. If yeah, this was happening not, in 2016, you yeah, might. that's I I, right. I I agree with Edgar because I do, that's well, why I asked you originally. Do you think that it's you mean over the course of the whole thing? Or well, just, here's the thing: is it like well the argument that you're making is now there's a factual thing with it, but that people have been calling for impeachment since 2016. Of course. Uh, right? Yeah, that's, and yeah. like, we'll say, shit, I can't believe he won. Let's get him out. Let's impeach him. He has impeachable offenses. Impeachable offenses. Yeah. Impeachable offenses. And now... The, like you're saying, there's something factual, tangible, on record, things that you could point to and say, he actually did this thing, right? I, what, I'm just worried that the excitement of, I am ready to vote him out of office, will tamper a little bit. Because, because of the impeachment. Because, not because of the impeachment, but because people are thinking this is how we can get him out of office so I don't have to be as plugged in as I was. I, 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 I just, I can't buy it because it it's this late in the game. Getting him out of office means nothing. Like, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I yeah. I, 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 I do, guess I it means a, something, think, but like I think that's a valid concern. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I do think that it's. I don't know. I, I think if it was earlier in the game, maybe, mm-hmm. but because he's he's already he's yeah, done his like, first term. This mm-hmm. is an elect. This is one hundred percent like Nancy Pelosi was worried about doing it because she was worried about failing at it and then losing a bunch of seats yeah. in 2020. That's yeah. why she was on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that she was correct about that. I don't agree with her decision to do that. I think that she should have started it earlier. But her doing it now is because someone fucking got in her ear and said, if you do this, you will have a bunch of shit to where now candidates can go and attack him yeah. hard on these things. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. In a way that they attacked Hillary with the Benghazi stuff. Without that investigation, Benghazi and all the email shit isn't real. But because they had that investigation, you have these people who live in the Midwest go, I remember seeing that on TV. I remember seeing her on trial for that. Yeah. Then it gives them this sense of guilty and all that stuff. Mm. So you don't think that there's an actual intention of impeachment, that it's more of a long game that they're trying to play? I mean, you can impeach somebody, doesn't mean that they have to leave office, right? Like, Well, the impeachment is, for lack of, for my understanding, is is we're impeaching you essentially we're taking you to court 
Yeah, that's and all then it from means. there, if you're found guilty, then you can be taken out of office. Yeah, but then also, well, yes, and but that part is very, very hard to do. Right, and it's also, hard to find guilt in a president. Yes, mm-hmm. because they have so many things that make them uh, uh, above fallible. the law, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, but. Also, you can be impeached and not leave office. Mm-hmm. Most people who have left office after being impeached have left voluntarily. Well, Nixon left before he was impeached. Exactly. Because he knew yeah. it was coming. Yeah. Uh, Clinton didn't leave, and he, he was found, to my understanding, not guilty. Or he was found, like, not guilty for perjury. Yeah. Yeah. Who else has been impeached? Andrew Johnson. I don't okay. think he left office. Okay. I don't think he did either. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll look that up. Was in the 1800s. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, so. I my perspective. Does anybody care what I know? Okay. Of course. <laughs> of course. So please, yeah. uh, I, I, you know, does anybody think that? I just feel like to me this is just more political theater. One hundred percent. That's just how I see it. So I, you know, I used to, you know, get all worked up about all these things years ago as well. You know, like, oh my God, they found this. They found on Bush and all. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and you know, to me, it's just the same cycle. It's the news cycle, mm-hmm. which is like we find this crazy thing that's gonna, you know, ruin this this politician's career, and then in the and then we go, you know, all the pundits and all the talking heads come in and they just like talk this thing to death. And then what ends up at what actionable things actually come out of it? Nothing. Mostly nothing. Usually nine times out of honestly nine point nine times out of ten, nothing comes of it. So like you know I see people getting excited about this whole proceeding and stuff, and honestly I'm just I'm really not. I'm just like, whatever. We not like in two months we're gonna be talking about something different, mm-hmm. and Trump is still gonna be there. The the Mueller 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 report mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a whole big thing, right? The uh, his 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 lawyer going to jail and testifying that was supposed to be a whole big thing. You know the the comments about grab and pussies and that that was supposed to be a whole big thing you know and mm-hmm. and and the, the the russian drama like like there's always i guess that's my point we keep having like all these big things that we think is going to be this is this is it when really all that is going to be it is if your ass step in the booth that's in November fact. and vote him out. That's like, a fact. So I get it. That's what. That's where I'm coming from. Where yeah. it's like this is just the next thing. Yeah. That people are like, this is it. Until we get to the next one, it was like, this is it. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, I get it. But the number one focus should be w- vote him out. Yeah. Vote him out. Vote them all out. But like, I do think I do think that there is a certain level of bloodlust out there for him. Mm-hmm. And I I have some bloodlust for him as well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I think that so I think there is an element of like we can't let this motherfucker get away with all the shit that he's been doing because the shit he has been doing it, he should as Edgar said earlier he should have been brought up on on uh, impeachment charges long time ago. You know what I mean? Like but now we're doing it at this particular junk time you know junction where you know we're about to go into the election season you know what i mean like i yeah it's like it's free campaigning man it's like you're gonna have this man like if they can get it off so uh, i i pulled up the facts on wikipedia if you want to argue with it those are facts (laughs) um while there have been demands for the impeachment of most presidents only two andrew johnson and william j clinton have actually been impeached and both were acquitted by the United States and not removed from office. Mm-hmm. Removal, inqui- removal requires an impeachment vote from the House of Representatives and a conviction from the Senate. Mm-hmm. Impeachment proceedings against Richard Nixon made it out of committee, but he resigned before the actual debate on the floor 
before the actual debate on the floor of the House began. Every president elected since 1980 has been subject of at least one resolution introduced into Congress with the purpose of impeachment. That's the other. Re- that's the other thing. You know what it's I mean? Wild. Even it's everybody. like what, what value that's, does yeah, it? that's everybody, bro. Reagan, yeah. Clinton, Bush, that, that's Bush, Bush, Obama. Obama. Yeah, that's that's the point. Since so 1980. Like, so what value Carter. does it have? Yeah. So what value does it have? You know what I mean? Well, because I mean the value. The, that's the thing. Political like, theater. A lot of people don't know what the word impeachment means. I mean, maybe I'm over. I had a vague understanding. Now I got. Yeah, because it's not it, impeach doesn't mean out of office. You're out of office. Impeach it means, means we have the right to sue you essentially yeah, and it's like take we're you, to you to court. court. Yeah, and it's then like, you still have to go through the trial. <laughs> it's like it's like everything. It's like we're gonna raise the minimum wage by 2075. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Like it's 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 oh it's just political theater. Yeah, it's yeah. political theater, and that's why I hope that you know millennials. I I really do hope that we burn it all down. I don't know if we're going to, but I hope that we do. I mean, like I I think it's just hard to because we we think we and in a lot of ways we are we're the future we we have a loud voice, but we also forget that there is a lot of people in the middle of the country. Who, who aren't on our team have just as many numbers as we do who with uh, their who, youth as well yeah with their youth and some with their age and stuff like that who one don't think like we do two don't care yeah uh, i mean like really think about it more people watch the super bowl who vote yeah well so I, something, <laughs> like so, well something to kind of priscilla's point that i've been thinking about a lot especially since this morning i read what I thought was, I was kind of annoyed when I first saw it come up, but BuzzFeed did an article on Lauren Duca. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Mm. She was this journalist, well, to call her journalist is a stretch, but she used Ooh. to write for Teen Vogue, but she was like one of those people who was just like when Teen Vogue decided to start doing very political articles, yeah. she was one of the first people to do that. She became famous for calling Tucker Carlson a sexist pig mm. on his show. And like they were talking, and the, the person who wrote the article, which I thought was so brilliant, was talking about how we look at that and we go, man, millennials... Like, she's like 27, 28. We're like, they're so politically active. But what we didn't realize is that when Lauren Duca was coming up and she was really cool and she's like this young, hip person that's really into politics, but she's on the left, <clears throat> that was also happening on the right. Because mm. who else came up? Tommy Lahren also mm. came up, which is the same thing. Beautiful white woman, also really fervent, like, you know, taking Jay Z to task to his face, taking all these people to task. And it's the same kind of shit. And she was saying, like, I think something that liberals get confused is like, millennials are going to be the ones to tear it all down. It's just like both sides are saying that exact same mm. talking point. Yeah. And they both have a very strong youth movement. Mm-hmm. Like, the alt right, it's a lot of young niggas up in that shit. It's That's not all old people. Like, it's like, it's a youth, it's a young people thing of like the memes and all. They have all the same shit on both sides. Yeah. And that's what I thought was really interesting about that article is like, yeah, I think that sometimes on the left we can kind of be like, our generation is going to fix it. But it's like, no, I think we have to do a lot of work to look inside ourselves and understand why we can only kind of attach to these lightning rod moments. And I don't know. I kind of lost I mean, my point there. Yeah, no, that's a good point. <laughs> no, but you got a good point. like his. I to your argument, I always just use Twitter as an example where there will be a tweet that all of us will like, and that's a liberal progressive tweet, and we like hell yeah, hell yeah, get two hundred thousand retweets and likes and shit. We's like, see, a lot of people think this. Go right to the other side and see a conservative tweet that also got two hundred thousand retweets and likes, and it's yeah. like it's just as and, many and, people. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's just as many people it's on the, the other same side. Tweet, but it's just worded differently. Like it'll be like it'll be something like. 
Trump's gonna get it. And yeah. then the other side is like, look at them trying to get Trump. It's like the same exact wording mm. on both sides. Yeah. Same exact likes, replies, and all that. Yes, yeah. it's, it's insane. So yeah. like and uh, and a lot of times we just have that disconnect uh because it's all about numbers and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's very depressing. You're absolutely right. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't have all the answers. I mean, <laughs> Priscilla, <laughs> no, we bought you here to have all the Fuck. answers. Okay, I mean, let me I, think real I quick. I certainly uh, didn't bring you here to talk about Trump's impeachment. <laughs> uh, well, I did, don't know. Yeah, what did you bring her here to talk about, Edgar? I'll tell you after the break. We're back talking to my Haitian sister Priscilla Davies. Oi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oi, oi. Um, Priscilla, you said that you were getting into producing. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that really intrigues me. I want to know what you meant by that. Um, so yeah, I'm really just very brand new in the game, so don't get that excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually just recently started taking um uh, I just signed up for the UCLA extension program, the producing program. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty like gassed about it. Um, and producing is like, so you know, like you, re- you listed off my five whatever things. And like, those are the things that like I love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the shit I love to do, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and producing is one of them. And I feel like, you know, over the years, like, you know, I've been doing the acting thing for a long time. And I feel like, you know, I sometimes I get trapped in very, like, linear thinking. And so, like, you know, I kind of got into this mentality of, like, once this acting thing pops off, then I can do all these other things that I love, you know, which is, like, writing and which is producing and all that shit. And so I've been, like, slowly, like, breaking myself out of that kind of linear mindset. Mm. And um, so, you know, that's what got me back into doing improv a few years ago, you know, like, being like, yo, like, I, I there's other things that I can be doing that I love. Instead of thinking that I have to do this one thing to yeah, gain the other four. Exactly, you know, and then I started writing again last year, which is, like, another fucking like i i love i fucking love it you know what yeah. i mean and to like not be doing that is like absurd you know and then i got into voiceover at the beginning of this year and so like the last thing on that list was producing and I, you know to me producing is like the big thing you know it's like how do you like yeah. how do you even like whatever but ironically i feel like it's it's got it's like got the most linear path out of all of those things right like you can kind of go to school get a thing and then like get your internship and work your way up the corporate ladder almost you know why do you think people, well, I, I have a, a reason that's why, but I'm interested to hear from you guys. Why do you think people, when they come to Hollywood, so few, like, everyone's like, I want to be a star, I want to be a writer, I want to be a director, but so few people are like, I want to be a director, I want to be a development exec, like, I want to be this. Like, why Why are so few people interested in that? I think, no, sorry, go ahead. Well, I think one big thing is most people don't know that those jobs exist yeah I think you know like I didn't know what the fuck a development exec is like Mm -hmm. I have and even now I still have a vague understanding and you know like that's definitely something another angle I'm trying to go into as well I love development but it's like you know you don't you don't know these all you know is like actor director like you don't know you know it's because we I, I think a big reason is because for most things we see the finished product mm so like with the finished product is the person who's presenting it 
and you usually get the top names who create it. And even that is, is you know, like Beyonce. Yeah. Like her name goes on everything. Yeah. yeah. But... And then, but then, like the few extra people who dig a little deeper may find the other people who wrote it. Dig a little deeper, may and you find gotta, the people and sometimes who you have produced to dig it. Really fucking deep for that shit, right? Yeah. But then, like, but then you know how deep you gotta dig to go find like the label execs. Who, like, there's a yeah. lot of people who yeah. like are just because they are so far removed from the, final the finished product. product that I think we a lot of people just don't like Priscilla says you just, you just don't just know a lack those. of awareness yeah. and a lot because a lot of people in those positions they didn't they started out in something else yes and then they they discovered it and was like oh this is something I really love to do yes a lot of them were like I want to be an actor I yeah, want to be a writer, writer. Yes. yeah and that's how they ended up there yeah one, one thing that scares me uh, is like you know working all the, the jobs I have recently is I don't meet many people of color at the producer level whatsoever <laughs> of course not and it, that's what like you know kind of sucks and I, I have met some, like I, I met Latoya, who's like really, really great. She worked on What Just Happened, Amazing Woman. But besides that, there was nobody else. Like, you know, a lot of these, like, and I'm just talking about a segment producer. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, she was the only black woman. Uh, well, there's Edison as well, who's also co- cool. But <laughs> he was dope. But, like, at the Emmys, there was no mm-hmm. black producers at all. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, and if you want to go development execs, Right, but that no more in all of Hollywood. Yeah, if you want to go agents, managers. I just yeah, I just had a whole exchange on somebody's Facebook where she was promoting her agent who was like a a lit agent, a black. And she's like, I I just found out I was the only black lit agent in L.A. And I'm sure she's not, but like that's you know that's how it feels. That's how it feels. And the truth is, she's probably one of like four to be quite honest. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. To to your point, there's so few of us. The fact that. The fact that her saying that could be plausible, or is, <laughs> it, is, yeah. possi- is like, I'm sure she's not, but she could be. Well, it, you know, let <laughs> like, me tell you, I, you know, like I said, I, I've gotten back into writing as well, and so I was looking. I've been looking for a lit agent right now. FYI, if anybody wants to refer me, no, okay. Um, I had to fire. I had to fire them. What? Yeah, I'm in the WGA. I'm not allowed to have a lit agent. Oh, that's right. But uh, so I was like, re- so I was like, you know, I have, I have a basically, I have a feature that I'm trying to shop right now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's heavily black, you know. And you know, I'm, I'm grateful that my manager, he's a fucking, he's a regular white guy, but he gets it, you know, and that he's like supporting me and like helping me or whatever. But like, you know, I just feel like some of the feedback that I've gotten from non-black people, it's that stereotypical, like they just don't fucking get it, you yeah. know what I mean? And even my manager, who, who I give him props for getting it, they're like little things in there that he'll be like I don't know what is you know what I mean like what is this and it's like it's a black joke that's what the fuck it is you know Mm. what I mean and so I was looking for you know I was like you know it'd be great if I could like send this to a black lit a black lit agent you know Mm. what I mean who would understand these jokes and da 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 and I google and all I came up with were like book lit agents there's I didn't find one Hollywood black TV or feature didn't find one didn't find one and you know and I'm not saying like these are you know you have to dig deep for some of these things too but I was like damn not even one how do we get people interested in those fields I mean that's like what I've been wondering is like how do we shit like this man like letting and like hearing it hearing yeah. it and and hearing that they, those things are uh jobs to have and there's a need for it i think yeah. that's just also, it's just uh, like when <laughs> you don't you just need to know there's a need for it and then like certain people will start to fucking 
It's like if I it's it's like if I'm managing a job and like I I, I need like a, a position filled, right? Or I there's a job that people are doing, but I need somebody who just does that job. Yeah. And I don't know. I can't find them. I, nobody wants to do that job. If I put the ad out, then I'm going to get a whole bunch of resumes. Yeah. And once I let people know, like, I have a need for this position to yeah. be filled. Yeah. Uh, people are going to come out the woodworks and just say, hey, ho, here's a job. Here's a job. So that's one way. It's just. Well, I also think, too, it's it's a matter of when one of us get. I mean, it sucks that we have to do this, but it's like when one of us gets on, we have to help other others of us get on. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. I mean, that's really, you know, like we're not you, you know, the bias is against us. You know what I mean? Especially in this industry, you know, like this is a white man's industry and especially in the comedy side of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I walk into a fucking room, people are like, walk right back out, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, but if I walk into a room and like, you've been hired in that room, you know what I mean? And you know me and you know what I, you know, like what I can do and you bring me into that room. And then when I get in and I get put on, I start bringing other people into those rooms as well. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's why one of my, my big my big pie in the sky dreams is to uh, start a black management company like mm-hmm. kind of what lebron did in basketball mm. but that's a big pie in the pie but, in it, the sky. But, but, it but it doesn't and that's because that goes back to that linear thinking thing true it doesn't have to be because you never know edgar like you could be that nigga that sets that shit up and like and like five years from now it's like, you know it could start and you're still doing your own thing and you have you have so many connects in the black community out here so it's like you could be that nigga that puts and that shit out i'm waiting for someone who's interested if I someone mean, is interested i will hook them up with an assistant job they learn all the inside and then yeah. I'll be like, yo, once you're ready, well, I'll, I'll, do it. I'll fire my manager and you and I hook up and yeah. we do our thing. Well, I think that uh, to to answer another way we can get this problem solved is, and this is, a, this is an entertainment issue where a lot of times we get stuck on the first thing we've wanted to do, our first dream, mm. you know? And I'm not saying don't ever pursue that and don't keep pursuing that. Mm-hmm. But like like how you said, you are you want to be an actress, but now you want to get into producing, right? Yeah. It's also we in the industry have to grow. Yeah. And we in the industry have to like you want you've been wanting to be a writer since you were a kid. But now like as you've gone through this business and stuff, now you want to own a management company that's all black owned and yeah. like yeah. black. Like it takes that too. It takes people in the industry saying you know what? This isn't something that is here. I have the resources to do it. Yeah. I have the wherewithal to do it. I'm starting to gain the knowledge to do it. I can put another thing on my plate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it really is it, that. I mean, that goes back to what I was saying about the linear thinking. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it yeah. was all about acting for me. And that, and honestly, that didn't serve me. That fucked me. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like once I started branching out and diversifying my, you know, my hustle, all of a sudden, like opportun- more opportunities started coming, you know, because each thing feeds the other thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that whole like kind of like hyper focusing on that one aspect of of like you know but nobody ever wants to be that person it's like I'm an actor director like nobody wants to be that person mm-hmm. but there are some people who really you know we all have multiple talents yeah. I mean I mean like honestly it's not even that wild think about all the actors like cause alright think about the A-list yeah all them niggas is doing more than acting yeah Absolutely. but yeah but they're all eight, of them yeah but they're eight like but the, the mentality is like they had to get 
to that versus right. like they cre- you you feel me right well yeah but i'm saying like the 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 thought that like we only should we only can do one thing right yeah and even like i know this is a white dude but like even somebody like ashton kutcher like this dude is so big in like the investment world yeah. and shit like that yeah. like he has an app for it yeah he's wow. such a big like he is he is he's he's to- like a shark on yeah. shark tank wow. uh and, and so and he's, he started as a fucking doofus on that 70s show yeah. you know so like the the change in mentality that there it, I can do more I can do more and so for us as as people of color as black people and things uh, of that nature in this business when like we start getting that I can do more hopefully we start saying I can do more and fill these holes where like we're not represented yeah right, as well so yeah that's yeah. that's the goal I mean that's for me my end game is like I have so many like big end game goals you know what I mean and one of them is to own my own production company that yeah. is women heavy black women heavy women of color heavy you know and like that's what I like I mean that's the shit I want to do you know mm-hmm. and it's like and there's there's not really much places for that and not just like that but like and also to put out dope shit you feel me like not just yeah. be like you know oh we're we're a women you know or whatever uh, uh, company but then like our shit is trash you know what I mean like yeah. like just still quality shit yeah and it's like you know i don't i'm just tired of like the lack of representation like i just know so many like i know i'm dope as fuck i know i know you guys are dope as fuck i know a lot of really (laughs) okay well not edgar but jockeys you know but you know yeah but you know I, i just feel like i know so many dope talented phenomenal people who are just not getting that opportunity to shine like they should do you know what i'm saying and i know there's you know it's the hustle we gotta we gotta whatever but at the same token i also know a lot of like average mediocre basic white people who are out there getting a bunch of fucking opportunity you know what i mean and Mm. it's like so i just like i like to see you know and and you know represent i just i want to see different voices yeah i want to see you know i'm tired of uh, i don't want to see another fast and the furious you know what i mean like shots shots fired straight Hmm. up you know Uh, so yeah it also I mean here you know the the unfortunate truth of this too is some these things do take time yep um like let's go back to the 70s right I you know these feelings that a lot of people of color and and women in the entertainment industry are like that had they have now they had those same feelings then right yeah but like the 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 volume of the of our shouts when we say we need to be in these spaces was not as loud right right it's a lot louder now than it used to be true uh you know so another thing too and and we are a i want this right now um type society which there are things that should be right, right now. now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but there are also things that will take time like yeah. if there are four lit agent four black lit agents out there it's oh not going to be 50 next year it's just not like I mean, even four i'm excited about right i was like but, four so, lit black agents <laughs> right but so like the goal is like how can, how do we 
Like you can't just build a skyscraper in a day. It no. takes a fucking. It takes a long time to build a skyscraper, right? Right. And like, it, it, we need that patience too with with a lot of this stuff. Where, and not patience from a, I'm not gonna take mine standpoint. But yeah. Patience from like, don't give up. Yeah. While you're building the foundation and the building and getting to the top, because yeah. like eventually, like we will get what the fuck we want we I just gotta so. keep going with it right say that again yeah. say that again we will get what we want mm-hmm. just keep going mm-hmm. forward alright Priscilla <laughs> <laughs> this has been fantastic speaking with you uh, <laughs> we gonna we get we always gotta add in a slave spiritual okay. alright all negroes <laughs> wow <laughs> Where, uh, what station were they singing that song on? <laughs> uh, the USS Hollywood. <laughs> I like the station sort of military ships. <laughs> they, were, they weren't? No. no? I, I was going to say the USS. The uh, USS. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Priscilla, where can people find you and see your dope shit, support you on your journey? Yes. Well, you can follow me on IG mm-hmm. at Priscilla Davies Actor. Mm-hmm. That's P R I S C I L L A D A V I E S. My names are hard to spell. It's so fucking annoying. So at Priscilla Davies Actor on IG. Um, as Jackie's mentioned, you can see me in Euphoria, episode 105. Um, and oh, I'm on a house team over at Second City, a house improv team. So you guys can see me performing Saturdays at 7.30 or 9 p.m., depending on the day. And I'm actually going to perform tonight, although I don't think that's going to sync up when you... No, they'll be there. They'll be there. You'll be like, oh, shit. (laughs) 9 o'clock tonight at the Second City. My house team, Snacks. That's the team I'm on. Oh, nice. Snacks or Slaps? Snacks. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. Because we house snack. teams are so weird. House team names are so weird. I mean, <laughs> the names we come up with—they have to be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love it. I'm not saying it like weird. Like I don't love it. I just love like the random names, right? That people come up with for their teams. Yeah, snacks. Come yeah. see my team, Coochie Coochie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, somebody named their team Coochie Coochie. I'm watching every one of their shows. <laughs> every single one of their shows. Coochie Coochie, one of their shows. And and now welcome to the stage. Coochie Coochie! <laughs> there was one team that tried to name their team the, the Clits. I would have loved it. But Did they, they didn't do it. They backed off. Oh. It's always that one person. Is there ever censorship this. for names? No, there's a team. Yes, there has been. Oh, well, my team, my team but was not, censored. But, what was your but team name? Your team was censored from people who don't matter and shouldn't, and like you didn't have to fucking take their... Who? who, who? What? I, mean, <laughs> like, I mean, also, what was the name? Our name was originally White Leroy, and we yeah. were told that that name was insensitive and held up white supremacy. <laughs> who said that? People who don't matter. <laughs> were they on your team or not on your team? One person was on our team, but they were being pressured by people outside of I'll our team. I'll get the deets outside after this. Okay. <laughs> and I miss, I mean, White Leroy was funny because... It is kind of funny. Ellie told us that her grandpa's name was Leroy, and we said, we've never heard of a, a white, white Leroy. Leroy before, and then that's where the name came from. That's so funny. Well, all the blackest names started out white. That is true. They had to. Jermaine was a white person at yeah. one point. Jackie's. Terrence. Jackie's. Terrence, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are all white men. Devin. Devin. Derek. Edgar. No. Edgar's, Edgar's not a black name, bro. Edgar's like a neutral kind of name. It's, it's definitely. I know for, more black Edgars than I do. Well, I know a lot to, of Latino go Edgars. Go to Texas, yeah. I was like, go to Texas, okay. you'll yeah. meet hella Mexican Edgars. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know many white Edgars, is what I'm saying. Yes, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's not a very yeah. popular white name. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, hell. 
Jackie's isn't a popular name at all. That's not true. You have a whole ass famous person named Jackie. His name is, is it Jacquees or is it Jackie? How does he say? <laughs> oh boy, it? here his we name, go. Uh, my name is Jackie's. I don't know how he says. I'm pretty sure his name is Jackie's, right? The the singer. Yes. Yeah, he's annoying. I get it though. He's okay. annoying. <laughs> At Jackie's Neil on all social media. At Edgar Montplazier on a Twitter, awful gram on the gram. Yo, I have said this. You said it, and I have been right. Mm-hmm. Well, you haven't been right. No, I've been now. right. No, but you are now. Fall is here. It's here now. It's here. Summer is over. I just, I just realized it's that. It's over. Yeah, today. It's now over. And the weather is proving it. it the weather is yeah. proving gloomy, it. It's gloomy. It's rainy. Right. I had to go back and get a sweater today. I walked. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, fall. I had to walk I back. I got in. my tank top on still. Well, you haven't been outside yet. Yeah. No, well, he, he has. You didn't teleport here. He slept here after the party last night. Another baby shower. Yeah. That means stop buying our tanks. Stop buying our t-shirts. Sure. Still buy shit though, please. Buy only our heavy, heavy sweaters. Our, we got new merch. We got new merch. New designs. New designs. A- AP Edgar has uh, a design. Evening with Jaquise. Uh Jackie's A Neil show. Mm-hmm. Sacred Hill Church. And Culture shit. Queen. We got a culture Officially queen. Officially a culture queen Ooh. shirt. It took us two years. Yep, because we're trash. Uh. <laughs> and this is why I want to work for women in the industry. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, yeah but uh, yeah. go ahead and hop on some of those. Uh, again, no t- Tank tops, no shirts, only heavy, heavy sweaters. We gotta get some windbreakers, man. I want windbreakers bad. Well, hey, you see who emailed us? I know. Uh, after <laughs> years of silence, Jerry has emailed us. It's like, we got some new shit. We Go got some check new it shit. Out. Go check it out. And I'm down to send you some samples. So I'm Hell gonna make yeah. sure to hop on that, get some sweaters. Me too. Me too. Edgar, it's been a it's been a it's been a it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure as well. Priscilla. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I had a great time. Thank you for coming. Is that Bob Marley on your shirt? It is. It's a young Bob Marley. Love it. I love it. Fantastic. (laughs) And it was like, let's wrap it up. Aren't all Bob Marley pictures young Bob Marley pictures? Oh, damn. Have a good day, guys. (laughs) 